A popular outcast production. Yes, 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 man. Oh, and welcome to Yes, man. Hello. Hello. There's only two of us here today. Hello. Where are you guys? Well, actually, if you're going to get technical, there's five of us here today. But three of those five Walk on four legs. Walk on four legs. And are fluffier than... Well, I have a lot of hair on my head. (laughs) Um, It's Monday. Two of us can talk. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we'll go that way. Two of us can talk. Three are incapable of talking. One was just prairie dog in it. <laughs> she was. I'm not even kidding. And and that, that she wouldn't. Well, she hasn't seen you in a while. Yeah, she, she loves you. Hi. <laughs> Look at my legs. Yeah, she's kind of gross. Dinosaur kitties around here somewhere. <gasps> Maybe I'll make her our cover picture. Maybe. Stop crying. Janae and I adopted a kitten, but actually, this week we have a question in regards to cats. So yeah. and pets. So we'll get to that. Um, but first, we have a question from Tim Musser. He wants to know how he can help our show. Well, Tim Musser, from the famous Sports Tim with Time Musser. Sports Tim with Time Musser. <laughs> Do you remember how funny that was when we came <laughs> yeah. up with that? From the Untitled, uh, <laughs> unt- Matt and Tim's Untitled Sports Podcast. Yeah. Tim and Matt. Tim and Matt. He asked us how... Uh, he likes what we're doing, and he wanted to know. <laughs> He's a big fan. He's a big fan. <laughs> and he wanted to know how he could give us a hand. Mm-hmm. And Mike, take it away. Well, Tim, you shop on Amazon.com? Do you? Well, here's what you should do. Go to popularoutcast.com and bookmark it as Amazon.com, because that's how you're shopping from now on. Clear cookies every single time you want to go shopping, and... Uh, Anything you buy on Amazon using that la- the Amazon banner on Popular Outcasts, uh, we'll, we'll get a little taste of it, and then mm-hmm. we'll help out our shows. Mm-hmm. So, Tim, to answer your question... Oh, sorry, Tim. I hope you didn't want to remain anonymous. <laughs> oh, um, also, um, a little piece of advice. If you don't want to like clear your cookies and lose all your saved passwords or anything... You can uncheck those, right? Uh, well, you can do that, or you could just... Everyone has two web browsers. Yeah. This is your excuse to have a second web browser. Just yeah. just rename Mozilla or Chrome, because there's only two that matter. Yeah. Right? Well, I'm like, I have Chrome and Internet Explorer. Okay. Rename Internet Explorer and Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> and and only use it for Amazon. Yep. Clear your cookies, cookies every, every time. time. So you like to remember your Amazon password. That's it. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's how you do it. And hey, if you want to help us out even more, you can send up some. You can send us some questions. Maybe uh, here's the way you can do that. You can use our email or voicemail, which those are our preferred methods of question asking. So our email is yesmenshow at gmail dot com. Our voicemail is one eight one five two yes men or one eight one five two nine three. I want to say it's seven, seven, three, no. <laughs> hold on, hold Sorry, on. Sorry, I always assume now that you have it. Um, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to soon. <laughs> but you got to take into consideration I only save the phone number once a week. That's true. Uh, 
1-815-293-7636. We'll never answer. That's not that hard to No, to it's not we at all. That. We'll never we'll answer never that answer. number. So if you call and you're nervous about talking to us, don't worry. We're not going to answer unless you email us and tell us to answer. Yeah. In which Chris will have to do that because it's on his phone. Yep. <laughs> and I'll record it. Oh. And the puppy's licking my so. legs again. <laughs> So how have you been, Chris? I've been good. How are you? Good. How was your vacation? It was good. It was it was really hot. And the drive was really long. Yeah, that's But I had a good time. Typically that's how it goes. The further south you go in the summer, the hotter it is. Yeah, and the further you go, the longer the drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how it works. No, uh, but we were looking at the weather and it was actually hotter here than it was down there. There was a day that it felt like 110, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, down was, there, I mean... Weather was crazy. Also, every 30 feet you go, there's a place where you can cool off, so... Yeah. The day it was 110 was the day I had to pull weeds from 8.30 to 10 o'clock. <laughs> we won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> well, right. <clears throat> let's jump right into our questions. Jump around. Um, jump up, jump up, and get... Down. Who just went in there? Uh, it's probably Riley eating cat shit. Riley! <laughs> yeah, get out of there. <laughs> yes? Hey, fun fact. Today is Drew Carey's 1,000th episode of The Price is Right. Oh, Doesn't wow. it feel like he... Just started? It makes you wonder how many Bob Barker did. Yeah. Definitely. You pull up the first question. I will find an answer to my own question. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, man. Let me, let me find it here. Which one are you trying to find? Dead air, dead air, dead air. Dead air, dead air, dead air. Dead air, dead air, dead air. I like the sound. Dead air, dead air, Okay. So, this email is sort of sent in three different ones, so I'll have to. I found the first part, I'll have to find the next part. That's what took so long. I gotcha. So, and, like, he didn't reply to himself, so it would stay in, like, one conversation. They're three separate emails. Oh. Well, Um, gee. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, guys. Love the show. This is the voicemail I never did leave. Uh, Which, by the way, this isn't a voicemail, sir. You sent us an email. (laughs) But, uh, so I like this girl who works at the place I eat for lunch every day I'm at work. Taco Bell. Yes? And then in parentheses... Yes, my stomach and colon hate me with a passion. (laughs) The only problem is that I never get a chance to talk to her because she's always working and usually in the back. Also, her restaurant does business with my employer but never comes in. Any ideas on how I can at least break the ice without being really creepy? (laughs) God knows I don't want... uh, That's... I think there's an addendum that we're not supposed to read. Yeah. Thanks, so, guys. Sent from my iPhone. Should we answer it as the questions come in? Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, so right sent now, from my iPhone. <laughs> Ivan, uh, here's what... I think everyone's kind of had a situation where you're, you're in... You, you see someone who you, you, know, you think is cute, you, you might be able to develop a crush on, mm-hmm. but there's no way that you're going to have an interaction with. I mean, I remember like you're not gonna a, have an erection. An erection. Interaction. Oh. Reaction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God, I, I don't know. I mean, 
fun story about I I don't know if it's this Taco Bell. I don't I don't know who sent this. But I got one of those um, meal boxes before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone who was working. Um, but on the box was written, oh, God, I, I took pictures of it, and I can't remember what, exactly what it said, but they had circled sauce packets to spell out a message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you're going to have to edit no, this I have now. To edit. <laughs> so, Ifen. <laughs> Uh, here's what you could do. <laughs> After you just said you didn't know who it you, was. You break a federal crime and write messages on your money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, the, he wants to not be creepy. Yeah. He wants to not be creepy. So don't do that. Um, but yeah, no, I did get a creepy love letter from whoever was working at Taco Bell. It says she's always in the back, so she probably so not a window, the not money. Not a window person. No. Uh, so send your food back. Like start like <laughs> spell spell messages in lettuce. Yes, or just crumple up pieces of paper or, and say, "I found this in my food. I want a refund." Or you could write on your taco shell in Sharpie and send it back and be like, uh, "Someone put this message on this taco, and it definitely wasn't me, and it's definitely not for you." Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this seems like something that would happen in like seven, like yeah. the glutton uh, murder or whatever. This is how it starts: is yeah. taco messages. Uh, uh, I feel like we're kind of making an ass out of them. Uh, in all seriousness, like oh no, 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 no. I'm, I don't think we're making fun of. I think just the situation, the restaurant. Yeah. Um, just make like. Just make like small talk with her. Maybe sometime you go in and she's on a break. Just like say something in passing. Yeah. Do something that she that like recognizes you. That would require him to be there you. more than lunch, though. So he goes while he's working. Yeah, I know. But like, what if she's there while? I mean, hey, maybe you could figure out her schedule. <laughs> oh God, this is tough because like you don't know her outside of school or outside of work. So how how are you supposed to interact with her if she's in the back? I mean. I don't know. I really don't. You just send her a Facebook message to be like, hey, cutie, I've been admiring you from afar. But what if he doesn't doesn't know her name? That's true. This is tough. This is really tough. Uh, I mean, what if you just do like the Ryan Gosling move or something and just hop the counter, walk back, and be like, hey, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Did Ryan Gosling do that in a movie? I just feel like he would. I feel like that's how he he would live his life. (laughs) So you hop the counter, say, screw the health violations, and just... Grab her by the hip and say, I want to take you on a date. So Taco Bell. So what you're saying is he should essentially like um, that Jason Statham movie where his heart, um, he <laughs> needs to do, yeah, he needs to do exciting things or he'll die. Yeah. And he just humps old ladies in public. That's right. He does do that. Yeah. I forgot about that movie. Which it's thought I thought that's where you're going. No, no, hop no. the counter, screw the health code violations, grab her by the hip, and hump this shit out. No, no, no. I just meant like grab her like <laughs> like in an endearing way and be like, "Here's how I feel." Like Gone with the Wind. Style. I want to take you out to dinner. Then you hop the counter, sit down, go up to the counter and order. But then she has to make your food. So <laughs> why don't you make us some food and then come join me? <laughs> I'll pay. <laughs> As long as I get your employee discount. So I, I, this is a tough question, and I think he realized that, which is why he sent us more information. Yeah. So, so then the next part, um, you, oh, hold on. I uh, see. I don't know if we're supposed to read this one. Hold on. Let me see it. 
<laughs> that one, he obviously knows her name then. Yeah. Right. I don't know if he does want us to read that, but there is a third one, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so let's check that one. That seems like something he wouldn't want said. Mm. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Oh, okay. Appendix B to question for the show. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) New caveat to the situation. I'm pretty sure she has a boyfriend, but I'm not so sure. Should I even pursue it? I have no idea. Otherwise, is it back to the dull, drab dating website grindstone? Grassy ass. Sent from my iPhone. (laughs) Grassy ass. Okay, iPhone. Um, you're talking to, to Yes Man here. Um, I don't know if you feel the same way, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I am not the kind of person who would try to homewreck a relationship. I'm not the kind of person, I'm the kind of person who has difficulty starting a relationship, right, right, let exactly. alone ruining um, one. Well, you figured out she's a boyfriend. Although I kind of ruined Kara's relationship. To get with her, but it was a bad relationship. Oh, it's a bad relationship. Well, maybe we'll have to get into that sometime. Yeah, sometime when we don't have questions, I'll tell that. Or a microphone. Oh, you want to tell it on air? Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. So uh, uh, here's, I guess, where we're at with this. (laughs) She has a boyfriend, or so you think. So I wouldn't say steer away entirely until you know for sure. I mean, maybe it's not a boyfriend. Maybe it's uh, just a friend. That's kind of... Sometimes it's tough to tell. You know? Uh, the friend zone is a fine line. Yeah. Now, you're, the only... you're in the customer zone still. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to figure out that part first. Maybe you should, like, rob the place. And that way she, like, knows who you are. Yeah, and only save her and then she'll have, like... S- Stockholm Syndrome. That's yes. what we're going to do. Yes. So you rob the place. Yes. No, no, no. Doors. Pay someone to rob the place. Right. Oh, okay. No, but if, she, if he has options. to be her cap, her captor. Yeah. Cap, yeah. Captor. Her captor. <laughs> Here's one thing you can do. Lock the doors, hold the place up, and captivate her? Cap, if you hold, her I mean. captive. hold her captive. Hold her captive. Until she has feelings for you. Yep. Let everyone go. Or you can hire someone... To rob, pretend to rob the Taco Bell, mm-hmm. and then you can be the hero in the situation. Right. You know, maybe take a bullet or something in a not so vital <laughs> area. So, like, then she gets that whole the nurse syndrome type thing. Like, right. not only is he a hero, but he's a wounded hero. Right, exactly. She has to mend your broken wing. Yeah. Perfect. So, dang. Sounds pretty. So, I guess because that was terrible advice, uh, we should probably offer our services and. Uh, Robbing the place. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine us trying to rob a place? <laughs> uh, excuse, you me? excuse me. Excuse uh, me. I don't want to. I don't want to be a jerk, but could you please give me all the money in the register? Just, just give me five minutes. All right. Mm. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's all right. I'm definitely not on the phone with the cops right now. <laughs> all right, I believe you. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry about this, everyone. I'll be on the curb. <laughs> Do you want me to handcuff myself, <laughs> officer? Because I will. It makes everything easier. No need. No need. (laughs) (laughs) We can tell we won't be needing those. (laughs) You're not going anywhere. Well, that was terrible advice. Do we have any serious advice? I I don't... It's difficult. Honestly, though, like... That's tough, because... If you ever are at 
Buck Hotel. And she's, like, on a break or something, you know. S- say something, strike up, strike up a conversation, you know, do you something. you got to be in the right place at the right time, though. Yeah. Otherwise, it can feel really forced. Yeah. So you need to embrace the forcedness of nature and just be like, hey, I've been in here pretty often. And I'm sure you recognize me. And Let's you're real on. cute. And you're real cute. Let's go on a date. You're real cute for someone who works. You got to give her that old backhanded compliment. Yeah, like, you got to be. You're like, real cute for someone who works at Taco Bell. Be like the 50s like asshole <laughs> Yeah. Guy. Be uh, Don Draper. Yeah. <laughs> so there you'd we be, go. You'd be real sexy if you weren't working at Taco Bell covered in beef grease. <laughs> what? <laughs> Taco Bell people are nice. Are they? Yeah, I know people who work at Taco Bell. Dude. Maybe it's the same person. Maybe we know. Maybe I know who it is. Maybe. I like the Taco Bell people. Chris. I do too. I've never come across <laughs> a Taco Bell person. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully that was some good advice. I'm so uh, sorry. It this was... may ruin our show forever. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Serious advice mode on. Uh, do something to get her attention. Ser- like seriously, do like get her attention or or talk to her or. Or something so, like, she recognizes you. And, you know, because maybe if you do go in once while she's on, like, a break mm-hmm. and you say something to her, then every time from there on out she might mention, she might say hey or something yeah. if she sees you come in. And then it won't be weird to send her a Facebook message or something and be yeah. like, hey, sweetheart, let me right. show you what a good time is. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> All right, next question. Give me a moment. I will pull that one up. Okay, so we have got another one with a... uh, I'm going to make you read the last one. (laughs) Okay. Let's see here. Dear Chris and Mike, I recently moved to a new city, knowing nobody, leaving all my friends behind, looking for a new adventure. Unrelated, I listened to Popular Outcast for much of the 15-hour drive down to Texas, so I feel like you guys are my friends, despite not actually knowing you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> a little over 48 hours ago, my cat, and really only companion in this new town, got out of my apartment and is now missing. I've been looking for her... I'm just getting stressed out reading this. I've been looking for her, tried talking to any of my neighbors in hopes that someone has seen her, but now I am running low on hope of finding her. So I keep... I guess my question is... How long do I keep my hopes up? Or do you have any suggestions for dealing with the, the loss of my beloved beloved pet this way? Specifically not knowing what her fate is. Sorry if this is a bit depressing. I'm just feeling lost and looking for any advice. A dear fan of all your podcasts, feel free to make up a ridiculous name. I could use a good laugh. Well. Hannah McPepperbottom. Hannah McPepperbottom. Uh, <laughs> I... Love pets. Yeah, me first too. Of all. I'm, like, like when people are like, I'm a dog person. I don't know how people like cats. I'm like, I'm an animal person. If it's got fur, yeah, I I'm, love I'm it. Even if go. it doesn't have fur. I like snakes and lizards. Yeah. I, uh, I have had the situation happen where a cat of mine ran away for... Well, a cat of mine ran away, basically. And it was heartbreaking. Like, it was the worst thing ever. Um... I had re- adopted this cat. He was at the uh, the pool, the community pool here, uh, with a bunch of his brothers and sisters behind a fridge in the concession stand, and like they were just emaciated. And I thought I, there was no way. I've got two really sad animals. Sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I'll share those things. And I was in. I was young. <laughs> what is Riley? Family? She's way too young for you to be doing that. 
I'll talk about that kitten. Sorry. Sorry, the dog was humping the ten-week-old kitten. (laughs) Now you look... She's like, what do I do? I'm innocent. Okay, um, so... She's a female, too. She's a lady. (laughs) She's just rustling her jammies. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's got to. (laughs) Rustling her jammies. Look, Riley, come on. Dinosaur Cat's asking for it. She wants to play. Riley's like, oh, yeah, I'll play. I adopted this cat. Uh, I fell in love with him. Best cat ever. Runt of the litter. Actually, the only male pet I've ever had. Um, So, where the hell did you get that cork from? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Okay, so, so, uh, I have this cat for years. Uh, one day, runs away, and a month passes, and we have the discussion, look, uh, two weeks pass, we have the discussion, look, if another two weeks pass and Zach never comes home again, uh, we named the cat Zach, because I was, (laughs) because I was just a little guy, and, uh, if, if the cat doesn't come back in two weeks, we will get another kitten. So we get another kitten the next morning, 6 a.m. My dad goes out, opens the front door. Zach comes back. Oh. And flips out at the fact that there's a new cat in there. Like flips on his back and spits everywhere. Oh, They're really? best friends. But um, yeah, I had that cat for 17 years and he unfortunately passed away last summer. He uh, was eating a mole that he found. Outside. This is my only outdoor pet ever too. He was eating a mole that he found and choked on it hmm. and died. That's it's a shame. Sad. It's, a, it's, a, it's a sad story. But, um, you know, don't give up hope because cats are weird. And, and you know, they can a month passed and this cat showed back up. I mean, he was clean, too. I don't know if he was living with someone and they got out and was like, fuck this, I'm out. I miss my family. <laughs> That's what I'm I miss my real family. Um, but. I had, um, well, I had my cat. My first pet was actually mine. Uh, I named him Bagheera. He was a Maine Coon cat. And the reason I picked him out of, like, the batch that was the lady who was selling them brought to our house was because he had um, extra thumbs on his front paws. That's awesome. Yeah, so he was like, I was like, I want that one. Because <laughs> he's different. I always go for the derp animals, too. Yeah, so... So, um... I had him for... Oh, maybe five or six years. And um, when uh, we moved from the house we were living in, uh, we took Bagheera with us to our new house. But uh, I found out, we found out that my gram had actually, she's never been a cat person because Uh she's never had a cat that liked her. So she doesn't like them. So when her and my pap moved, because they lived on the other side, like it yeah. was a half double, uh, my dad and I on one side and my grandma and my pap on the other. And <clears throat> about three weeks after we had moved, uh, we realized that uh, my gram told my pap she found a home for their cat, Mo, and... Um, we found out that she actually didn't and just locked Mo in the house with no one there, no food, no water. Mo survived for almost three weeks on her own in yeah. that house with nothing. Cats are built to last. Yeah. So uh, when we when we moved, like after we found that out, we were like, well, do we go save Mo and try and find this, you know, eight-year-old cat a home 
Or do we keep Mo and get rid of Bagheera? Mm-hmm. And the thing with Bagheera was, we knew this lady who has a cat farm, just right. not far from here. Yeah. She has, like, 60 cats who are all, like, they run free, but she always makes sure they eat and stuff. Yeah. And we took Bagheera to her, and he lives on the he lived on the farm. Uh-huh. We kept Mo because Bagheera had all his claws, and Mo didn't have any. Yeah. So obviously, it would be Bagheera would survive. Yeah, exactly. in the wild, definitely. Um, Was Bagheera fixed? No, no. Okay, he wasn't fixed, and he wasn't declawed. Right. Uh, so two years ago, um, I was doing dishes in our house. And a Maine Coon cat walks, like, into our yard. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that cat looks exactly like Bagheera. And I went outside, and it was a friendly cat. Like, it came up to me and everything. And one of two things. It was either Bagheera or it was another Maine Coon cat who had the same genetic defects that Bagheera had. Yeah. Yeah, it was like something out of a movie. That's so weird. Yeah. So, was, how'd you handle that situation? Did you... uh, it was sad. Uh, he, like, hung out for, like, a half hour. He rolled on his back, I petted him, we chilled, and then yeah. he left. So, I, I'm thinking it's one of those stereotypical, like, he was dying and wanted to come home one last time before, mm. like, he knew his time was coming, yeah. like they say animals do. Yeah. And was like, well, I'm gonna go home one last time. And the place he was at was a about a 30 to 45 minute car ride from yeah. our house. So That's possible. I mean, so, cats cats are the next telephones of the animal world. Yeah. Like seriously, they could take such a well, I don't want to say it this way, but they can take a beating, yeah. you know, like they they're will tough, they're make rugged. It. Exactly. So And then last last spring, uh Kara and I saved a kitten. And oh, I've heard, yeah. Uh it was t- like Two we- it was like a week old when we found it. Its parent, its mother and siblings were all eaten by um, a black snake. Yeah. And um, in order to, like, we saved it, mm-hmm. and we tried to take it to an SPCA or, like, a cat shelter or something. No one would take it because it was too young. Mm-hmm. And, like, pulling up to the SPCA, Kara drove, and I was, like, playing with the cat. And as soon as we parked, I started bawling my eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> And it took me like five or ten minutes to compose myself before we could go inside. Yeah. And the girl's like, can I help you with something? Uh, and through my tears and sniffles, I was like, we've got this cat we need to find a home for. And she's like, it's way too young. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and left. And um, like I got so attached to it. And then uh, my cousin in the Navy took it. Yeah. And like. Good. So she stole the family. Yeah. But she ran out of the house once mm-hmm. they lost her for like 12 hours yeah. not even 12 hours and that was like stressed that me out stressful time yeah but like i've never had an animal like get away for a long period of time mm-hmm. but like the bagheera story he was gone for nearly he was gone for about six years yeah before he came I, I i'm just gonna pretend that it was the same cat yeah that's so cool yeah um it was one of the coolest things. I don't want to turn this into the cat episode, but I guess we will. Uh, Jenea got a cat from a pet store, which she knew was a bad idea when she did it. It was just one of those things where when she was at college, she saw a cat. She fell in love. It was like a dusty, long-haired cat. Beautiful. Um, named him Jasper. 
because she thought that was funny or something. <laughs> I was against the idea. <laughs> she spelled it P-U-R-R. <laughs> and, uh, beautiful cat, like, so friendly, but couldn't poop for the life of him. Um, like, couldn't, and, like, just it was to the point... I just don't know what's happening back there. There's, well, like, it was really sad. And it freaks me out. Um, because obviously the cat's not here. Yeah. Uh, so we noticed, I noticed the one day that he was meowing, like whimpering while he was trying to poop. And I noticed that he just like pooped blood. That's it. So we took him to the vet and $400 later found out that he had kidney stones. Found out that he had kidney stones. And sorry, the animals are fighting and I threw something at them. Chris wasn't laughing at kidney stones. No. Unfortunately had a boatload of kidney stones and... Um, he had to be put down because there was literally nothing they could do. Yeah. But there was always a, a brighter side. Like, unfortunately, Jasper was never meant to survive, which is really sad. But in that happening, we actually saved three three-week-old kittens from an SPCA that were about to be put down. So we fostered these kittens to health. One of them is here, Vera. <clears throat> so because of Jasper, we saved three more cats and found them new homes, which That's is good. which is cool. And, you know, now we have a third, or a second, a third animal, a second cat, which yeah. is someone just dumped some Himalayan ragdolls in the woods. Sure. So we have one, and she fights with everyone. She's <laughs> awesome. It's yeah. friendly fighting. Either way, um, there's always hope. I mean, like, I have a story where a cat came back after a month. You have one more six years. Like, yeah. who knows? But don't worry, we already got an answer. Uh, uh, Hannah Bottoms Bottoms <laughs> said... Hannah McPepper Bottoms. I wanted to thank you. Oh, I res- responded and said, um, I don't normally reply to these via email, but this really hit home. I'm looking forward to discuss, discuss discussing your situation... The discussion your situation brings. Best feelings on finding your, finding your fur- furry buddy. Um, we got a response and said, I wanted to thank you for your reply, and I'm not sure when you record, but I do have an update. After almost a week of fearing the worst, my cat came back home today and seems to be none the worst for wear. It's a great feeling of relief. I look forward to hearing your advice and keep up the good work on all your shows. So the cat came back. Good. That makes me so happy. Yeah, which is... And I mean, it's going to be tough now because you're like going to be paranoid all the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's worth being paranoid over, I think. Animals are important. Mm Mm-hmm. Pets. Uh... So, <laughs> our last question, the, the subject of the email is, Chris is a douche. When I saw that, I was kind of like, oh, what happened? <laughs> um, this person wrote and said, I wanted to write down my question, but no, because Chris had a cow. Anyway, what she means by write down... She Maybe you should just hand, say who it is. Right? She wanted to oh. handwrite a letter to us. And I was like, listen, we don't have time we to read a, a handwritten box. letter. We don't, got any, we don't have a P.O. box. I was like, call and leave a voicemail or send us an email. She's like... So, <laughs> she loves good voicemails. She said a lot of voicemails. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, anywho, as we all know, I'm going... And uh, we don't all know that. That's wrong of you to assume. <laughs> uh... As we all know, I'm going to college August 13th, and I'm really scared because I forget how to make friends, and I don't know anyone, and I'll be away from my mom. She's my best friend. And my boyfriend, the douche. (laughs) And I'm scared that the people that I have in my life now will become distant after I leave. That's the first period in this (laughs) year. That was all one 
One drawn out <laughs> sentence. Uh, <laughs> I'm just giving her a hard time. I know. Um, you should probably say who will. I will at the okay. end. Uh, also, it's in Center City, Philadelphia. Uh, and currently, I live in the middle of nowhere. The most excitement we get is a bear sometimes shows up in the yard. Uh, I'm afraid I'll get overwhelmed, and I know I will. So, help. <laughs> Please and thank you. Um, I don't know. You've got, like, that pterodactyl thing that runs around outside at night, so that's pretty exciting. That sounds horrifying. I don't know what it is. It's an El Chupacabra. There's something that runs really fast and makes pterodactyl-like noises. So, it's an emu, 100%. 100%. Probably it's exactly, gotta be an emu. I mean, around here, that's not that weird, because there's emu farms, and, like, every... I'm using air quotes. Zoo in the area has emus yeah. because they're easy to take care of as far as, as far as I've heard. Yeah. They just need like a shed and some food and that's yeah. it. Um, to answer your question, Bob Barker <laughs> did <laughs> 6,500 episodes. Holy so the price God. is right. <laughs> that's, not, that's not that many. It's not that many. Because Drew Carey already hit 1,000. 1,000, yeah. And Bob Barker was but doing it Drew for Carey an eternity. For Sorry, back to the question. <laughs> I, just, I just had to say that. Um, so... One of her fears is that um, that everyone she knows uh, is going to become distant after she leaves. One of her fears is that I'm going to be like, life with... Oh, this is my girlfriend, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Sarah. maybe you should say that since you sound like a dick. <laughs> um, well! <laughs> one of her like fears is that like I'm, I'm going to be like... Oh, life without you is so great. I think I want it that way permanently and just leave her while she's in college. Which I'm not going to do because, like, she stuck two years of my school out with me. I'm going to stick out her college years with her. Yeah. Plus, like, our relationship's good and I'm happy in it. I'm not I'm not going to just be like, well, I mean, the relationship was pretty good, but being <laughs> without you is even better. Oh, my God. I can't picture you saying that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, believe um, it or not, Kara, Chris says good things about you when you're around. <laughs> I promise. No. Did you see her tweet last night? No. I told her I was going to stab her to death with a ballpoint pen while oh, she geez. slept. That's great. Because she would move. Oh my god. I was so sleepy. <laughs> and she was taking up the whole bed. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, so I told her I was gonna. I also told her I was gonna light her on fire and push her out of a moving vehicle. Wow, we do that a lot. <laughs> you should use the. Uh, I'm going to split you open and and hang you with your entrails. <laughs> <laughs> you testicle shitting rectal wart. <laughs> That's not how I feel about you, Kara. I just was giving Chris some more ammo. Yeah. Or you. Whoever yeah. No, we we do that to each other all the time. We have these little. I think okay. Let's get we'll get into the question. I think <coughs> college is supposed to be scary. Yeah, um, college is the scariest thing. You're doing something that I never had to do. Like, uh, I went from a small town to a small town for college. So, are you serious? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that, but Riley chose the loudest toy she has. We have a f- a cloth lobster with a water bottle in it that she chews on all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, that is that is going to be a big change. But, but, <laughs> on the same hand, like, <coughs> she, okay, <laughs> as of right now, not living there, she loves the big city. Like, when we go, yeah, when we go to Philly, she absolutely loves it there. It makes her happy. Like, she feels, 
she she has expressed that she feels at home there. Well, that's good. Okay. Which is a great place to start. Right. But like, you know, going like grocery shopping is going to be a different experience. You know, mm-hmm. that's just stuff that you need to be prepared for, I think. Yeah. Um, and like, <clears throat> I went through, I mean, okay, she, like whenever I try to tell her that like college isn't as scary as it is, she's like, well, yeah, not for you because you moved over two towns for your college. And while that's true, uh, like the whole friends thing is still true. I was really afraid that I forgot how to make friends. Yeah. Because I never knew how to make friends. All, all of my friends in high school just sort of fell into my lap. Mm-hmm. Like, I never... That's how it works. I never went out and made... Like, I wasn't, like, pining for friendship. It was just, like, some, this guy started talking to me, and now yeah. we're best friends. Well, that's kind of how it works in college, too. You know? I mean, that's... Well, that's that's what I tried telling her. I was I'll, like... I'll, I went to a school that was only an hour and a half away from you know, where I lived. Yeah. And although there were a few people that went to that school that I knew, and, like, we only, we ate, like, lunch together for, like, the first week with the people who went to my high school, who I really didn't know that well beforehand, except for a few people. Um, But, I mean, when I went to college, it was right when Guitar Hero was hitting its peak. So I, like, just left my door open. I had two guitars from, from high school. And I just, like, played it with my door open and... I, I'm not kidding. The friends I made from like that short stint of playing Guitar Hero in my room, I ended up living with the next four years, and I couldn't invest for a better group of people. That's awesome. So, I, I mean, you know, just make yourself available to people. Um, make sure that you aren't... You don't want to be the recluse of the, well, of the, the hall. And that's one of the things I've been telling her, too, is like, she is... Only gonna have two classes a week, but they're eight hour classes. Oh yeah, she's going to a little bit of a different school than yeah we went to. Um, she's it's gonna be essentially the the goal of this school. The reason it's different is because they're getting you a bachelor's degree in a year less. Right. So you go to your classes are a lot longer. The credit system is a little is more like a European credit system. It's mm-hmm. it's a bit different, but. Um, so, like, she wants to come home, like, every other weekend. Okay. And I was like, that's fine, but before I go abroad, I'm only coming and getting you after your second full week there. Because your first long amount of days off, I want you to stay there, because you can't just come home. You need to stay there and get acclimated and used to things and uh, make friends. Yeah, and- I'm in this, I agree with you. Um, I mean, ultimately it should be her decision, but... I do agree with you on how to handle that because, as dickish as this sounds, there were there was a guy who went home every weekend and we picked on him for it. It's like, oh hey, you want to do this? Oh wait, you go home. Mm-hmm. You know, like every weekend we would just give him a hard time because we got thing, to like, we got so close to him that we couldn't. Well, yeah. we could and, give him a hard time. And, and again, the thing is, is if you go home, you're not going to be able to make friends. Yeah, and when Janae and I started dating, we did a really good balance where one weekend I would go see her. The next weekend, we would stay at our colleges. The weekend after, like, she would come and see me. So, like, we balanced it out really well. That's good, yeah. And, uh, you know, and it was really cool because I made a lot of friends at her college, and she made a lot of friends at mine, too. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I think, Kara, that you should spend some time there. And, I mean, once you're back, you can go visit her there. Yeah. Because you'll have a blast there, too. Yeah. I mean, being in the city, you're going to get to do oh, so yeah. much. I love being in Dave the city. Dave and Buster's? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't also, know why that's the first thing I thought yeah, of in Philly. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Also, though, what I don't live on campus. I go to I go to school, but I commute to save money. Um, what? How was your roommate thing? Like, did you know okay. your roommate going in? I moved in with this guy from New Jersey, who I. Because that's another thing that she's nervous about. Yeah. And I feel like this doesn't just apply to her. This applies to anyone who's listening. Hey. This applies to anyone who's listening that's going to be in college soon. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I... You find out who your roommate is. At the Mm -hmm. the college I went to, Shippensburg, you found out who your roommate was um, with a very, very limited palette of questions where they base it off of, like, are you a smoker? No. Uh, do you care what ethnicity your roommate is? No. Uh, do you stay up late? Do you go to bed early? Those were, like, the few questions that we had to answer. Other than that, it was completely up to the computers. So, um, I, uh, found my roommate via email, and this was before Facebook was really big. Neither of us had had a Facebook whenever we, before college. So, uh, we got there, each other's emails, we kept in touch that way, and then we talked on the phone two or three times before school to figure out who was bringing a mini-fridge, who was bringing what. TV. You know, to, to balance that load out. Mm-hmm. Um, other than finding out that I liked The Simpsons and he enjoyed listening to The Shins, <laughs> that's all we knew about each other. Like, that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, like, we really didn't talk that much. So, uh, we moved in together. Um... He was in band, I was not. So he had two weeks to be there before I was. So when I moved in, I saw... This is good, too, because she's starting mid-semester. Yeah. So she's afraid that, like, people are already going to be in the right. apartment and she's... Well, you're not going to be alone in that. But, uh... So I move in. When he had been there for two weeks, I see, like, the running shoes. I see, like, you know, the sweaty clothes and stuff. I'm like, oh, we are exact opposites. Yeah. Like, this is going to be rough. Um, you know, and that first night... I will never have another first night of college ever in my life. You get that one first night. He had a girl over who looked like the Wicked Witch of the West and was just the most annoying person I've ever met. We had bunk beds, and he hadn't had a TV, so I brought my TV. He watched Disturbia, the shitty Shia LaBeouf movie, um, and proceeded to do whatever he did with her on the bunk beds. They bumped nasties. And uh, they... They fell asleep, as far as I know, and left the the DVD menu on repeat the entire night. And I didn't want to get out of bed because I didn't want to see the uglies, <laughs> you know, the, the, the uglies, that, of, they were the uglies that they bumped. So I laid there and suffered the whole night. Oh. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm never going to do this again. Um, I was fully prepared to not like this person for the rest of the year. But I wasn't going to move out. You know, like, I wasn't, I wasn't going to give up, although it crossed my mind. Um, luckily, the next night we had a, uh, a fire drill, which was strange, and I met a bunch of people that way because we all had to go to another building, and we had to stay on our, like, floors, kind of, and uh, I met people that way. Uh, th- I would say three or four weeks later, <laughs> this is going to sound gross, but Adam is, is his name, and I... We uh, were both going to bed at the same time, and we found a cockroach in the bathroom, which is disgusting. I know. But we found a cockroach in the bathroom. <laughs> you can have it back after the episode, Riley. Uh, we found a cockroach in the bathroom, and we decided to catch it. And we didn't have anything to feed it but a cupcake. So we put a cupcake in the jar that we had it in, and it got stuck in the cupcake and died. And, like, <laughs> we both thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And that night we stayed up until, like, 
6 a.m. Just talking about, like, whatever. And this was, like, three or four weeks of just, like, hey, are you getting lunch? Eh, I don't know. Okay, you want to eat together? Sure. And then we don't really talk. And now, and I lived with him for the rest of my college career, and I'm in touch with him every day. Uh, I visit him, he visits me. Like, it's, it ended up being one of the best friendships I've ever had in my life. So, do not judge a book by its cover. Give the book a couple chapters. Yeah. That's going to be the metaphor for the, you know. But, uh, Don't you, dare you, may, you may hate your roommate. And that's okay, you know, if... I had a, a really good friend through the art program who told me about his roommate situation. He said the third night in, he found he woke up at night and found his roommate at the end of his bed looking at his feet. Just sitting there looking at his feet. And he got a new... He moved out the next day. and went to another room. You <laughs> may get that person you don't like or that person you can't... You know, or the that person, person who's going to stare at your feet yeah. while you sleep. Yeah. Like, like that, that could happen. I mean, there's weird people. There's well, awful people. Luckily, but there's also good people who, you know, you might not. Like, I ended up living my second year knowing who, you know, you. there's an episode of uh, the uh, Mixing It Up with Mike Carpenter that came out this week. So if you listen to that, you kind of have an idea who, of who I was in high school. My second year we of college. We were the same person in high school. I'm realizing <laughs> that. We were like. My second year in college, I lived with. Someone who was on the football team, someone who was on the soccer team, someone who considered themselves a like a country boy, basically. You know, he grew up on a on a farm and everything. And uh, the the '90s uh, drug rug wearing acoustic guitar player on campus. I lived with that group of people. So you that's li- not you my lived crowd. with every college cliche. It was insane. You like, live, and, the, ki- and you live you know with what? the kid who's doing like rainbows <laughs> everywhere he goes. He just has a soccer ball that he's like kicking up and. Back and forth. <laughs> you know him? <laughs> Didn't wear a shirt. <coughs> yeah, no, never. But like the short, if, like soccer shorts. Yeah, if he uh, if he was cold, he'd keep his hands in his pants. And then yeah. he'd like, kick a ball back and forth. Always had a ball. <laughs> Great ball all so the time. Funny. And then uh, his name was Chris. Chris. Uh, <laughs> he was the Incredible Hulk. It was insane. And like he would leave like orange peels in his room and they would get like, uh, what do you call those trees that... What do you call those trees that uh, that are like turned into stone? Um, <laughs> not fossilized. Oh my god, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I see them out like in Yellowstone and stuff. Um, oh man, that would happen to those oranges. They I would can't be like think. rocks. I can't like, think of what that I is. I mean, like he doesn't know because I but, even have some like uh, yeah, petrified petrified wood. <laughs> That's what the, the oranges would turn into. Petrified peels. And like Larry and I, Larry was the one who I referred to as a country boy. Like at the time, like, his name is Larry. And he only I... listened to country music, and then he. I talked about this last week. Uh, he kind of got me into some of the country stuff, yeah. and I got him into some of like the more alternative stuff, and like we we meshed perfectly, which is where the whole like folk thing came from. And uh, he and I went, <laughs> we went and got uh, a sandwich from Sheets and threw it under Chris's bed, and it stayed there the rest of the year. We just it was an experiment. We wanted to see if he'd ever move it. Never did. <laughs> Never did. Oh, that's so <laughs> Never gross. Did. I also uh, freshman year Kara don't be afraid to have fun either because like you gotta do the crazy freshman year stuff Uh, a kid fell asleep with his door open and his feet were hanging off the end of his bed because he was too tall for his bed he was (laughs) in the top bunk so again Sheets was like our lifeline I bought a a schmuffin (laughs) a schmuffin sandwich like the the egg the egg schmuffin sandwich I took it apart I, I opened the door a little bit and I slapped him on the back of his feet and ran away. <laughs> they stayed. It stayed there. <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> I'll never forget that. <laughs> I I could talk about my freshman year of college forever. It was seriously one of the best years of my life. And someday I'll I'll keep telling. I, I have so many stories, and I just I, the, I miss it. The thing with Kara too is she's like she's way more outgoing than she lets people believe. Yeah. She's not like. She's not the kind of person that will, like, strike up a conversation, but mm-hmm. as soon as she becomes, like, close with somebody, yeah. she has no issue. Right. Like, uh, a perfect example is that day she was at Pepper's. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talked to Maddie, and that was the day they met, and her and Maddie talked. And that was the first, one of the first times I've ever seen Kara seems Carol. more outgoing than I am, because, like, at her graduation party, she came over and had a, like, a discussion with me, and I, and I, I am bad at that, because we've only talked here and there and then via the internet and yeah. I don't take offense to that Kara I'm just bad at that yeah, <laughs> like no, I, I, bad at that. I am took, so bad at it that. took us a while to like yeah exactly so I don't know I'll not work, have I'll awkward conversations but if I work. survived the freshman year of college in the dorms you'll be fine listen <laughs> listen to the episode of mixing it up with Mike Carpenter that he did Kara and you'll be like alright I'm nowhere near <laughs> as bad off as this guy was <laughs> Yeah, and if if I ended up loving college as much as I as I did, you'll be okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, but I would never trade those years for anything. Even the <coughs> stressful weeks with finals, like appreciate every second because I seriously go through depression. And I talked to all my friends about it who went to school with me too. I miss that place more than anything, and and it kills me. And uh, you know, you are gonna lose your friends from high school. Well, that's just how it's gonna work. I, I mean, did. I mean, I mean so it took. I, I lost and a I lot mean, of them, not all of them. And I mean, I only live, you know, seventeen minutes from my hometown. Well, you're gonna make new friends, and and, and one of one of them works for my dad. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Which the business is literally practically linked to my house. Yeah. And I still, I still don't ever. And it's not that I, it's not that I don't want to spend time with those guys because mm-hmm. I do miss them, but it's just like our schedules never link up. Yeah. You, but it's, it's, uh, my dad always told me, don't care so much about your friends in high school because you're, he was like, I have one person I went to high school with that I still right. talk to. I agree with your dad on that, but it's not that you don't, shouldn't care about them. It's just, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. If you're going to go different ways, that's fine. And like, you're not, your family isn't going to change. Yeah. And your boyfriend isn't going to change. Yeah. Exactly. And, I mean, because I'm pretty much done becoming different, like, I'm I'm confident in saying that right now I'm the person I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so you don't got to worry about me suddenly going through a change, like, <laughs> oh, And, like, you, I mean... I think I, oh, well, I did go through, I do like ska music now, so... Yeah, you do, what the hell? <laughs> so maybe I'm not done... <laughs> but... I'm Karen, just don't let him buy a fedora. <laughs> Good luck finding one that fit in my head. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. <laughs> did you ever... Did you? Were we friends when I uh, took that picture? Kara made me try on a fedora, and I Instagrammed it with the caption, any sized hat looks comical sized on <laughs> no. me. Maybe we'll make, that, just... we'll make that and a picture of uh, the cat we adopted, the cover. But... All right, well, I think we can probably wrap this one up. Yep. Um, we'll so, have a college episode someday, because yeah. that's such a good... I love talking about that And, and like, I could, I could still talk... Like, even though I don't live yeah. on campus, I still have stories I can tell about my, right. 
like how I made my best friends at school. Mm -hmm. And like, it's funny too, because like the people who became my best friends through orientation week are the people who I'm in my junior year. They're still my best friends in school. Like Like, they're still my best college friends. Those first couple weeks. I mean, and don't go out looking for, you know, it'll happen. Oh yeah, ours like, was completely organic. Like yeah, that was just it's just like I sat down at a table that some people I went to high school was at, and they were they were there too, and like the two people from high school just kind of broke off. Yeah, and like I remained part of that group. Right, and the best part about it is you're gonna be making new friends <coughs> up until the last day of finals, your senior year. Like. I made some really cool friends my my set my last semester yeah. there, and like it, it sucks that we didn't meet sooner. Yeah, and we talked about and that. also too like I this isn't an issue you've ever brought up talking to me, but like I was afraid of bullying in my freshman year of college a lot yeah. until one of my classes I got sat in the corner with all of the jocks mm-hmm. like the entire okay there were there was a kid who was on the hockey team uh-huh. a gigantic stoner. And then everyone else for the next, like, in front of them, in front of me, and the two rows over was all on the football team. Right, right. And getting stuck in that group, you know, a lot of times your group work is that that group of people. Yeah. And I became friends with all those people. Now, like, we don't, outside of the gigantic stoner, I don't talk to any of them anymore. Exactly. But, yeah. like, in that class, we were all friends. We all knew That's each other. We were all fine with each other. Like, we all got along yeah. really well, and we were super cool, and we told jokes, and, like... That's how it's, college is. You don't, you make a few long-term friends, but a lot of temporary friends. Yeah, and it's not, they don't have to be temporary. They're just going to be not, we'll call them like fourth degree friends as opposed to your first degree, like best yeah. friends, you know? People who will remain acquaintances and you'll say hi to. Um, everyone kind of turns on the, I have a chance to be who I want to be switch. And when they go into college, and not everyone is going to be this way, but when they go into college, they just want to be, uh, you know, open to new friendships, because everyone is in that exact same boat. Everyone. And, uh, you know, like I said, I ended up living with people who wouldn't have given me a second chance in, in high school. So. Yeah. All right. Well. That was a good episode. Shall we wrap this up? Yep. Uh, summarize the yeah. three questions. Um, Taco Bell girl. <laughs> Rob the place... And hopefully she'll come down with Stockholm Syndrome. Or uh, have someone rob the place and you be the Batman. <laughs> or just casually approach her if you see her outside of the back. <laughs> I mean, it's not a big restaurant, so you never know when you're going to run into her. I mean, if you get the opportunity, maybe try and strike up some small talk. I mean, it could be pretty flattering to hear, yeah. you know. Um, and I'm sure, I know, I know someone, as someone who works in, uh, I'll, I'll say this, outside of... Right. My other job, the one I don't work at with you, it's a faceless job. There's not many people who care about me. There's not many people who know who I am. I don't matter to most of the people I interact with. Right. But when I get that one person who remembers me or you know fills out the compliment card about me... Or comes to my line every time they're there and I'm there because they want to talk to me. That's the greatest feeling. And I can imagine that would win you some huge points if she made if you made her feel like yeah. you noticed her out of everyone else there. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I mean, most of the jobs I've worked at, again, without the, with the exception of the one that we work at together, 
you are faceless. I mean, unless you get a chance to have a discussion with someone, like, you know, if I'm waiting at a table that's taking a little long and they want to talk, or if I was ripping tickets for a movie that wasn't letting in yet, those are the opportunities you get to talk to people and, you know, take advantage of that, I guess. Yeah. So do it. Yep. Uh, we're so happy that your kitty cat came back. Yay! That was the best news I heard that day. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm so sad that her tail grew. <laughs> right. Look over head. Okay. Uh, and for the last one. And for the last. Well, we were pretty. We talked. We literally got off that a minute yeah, ago. Yeah, and I think that's pretty summed up. Yeah. You can sum it up to her in person. Yeah. Uh, All right. Hey, if you want to send us a question, what? I just, I feel like I always do something when she comes up on a podcast that's going to make people think I'm an abusive person. I know you're not. I know, but I'm afraid other people aren't going to know. He's not. Because like that episode of Delusional Loners. (laughs) Yep, that was pretty, that got intense. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, so So, send us your questions. uh, Yesmanshow at gmail.com is a good way to do it. Facebook. Uh... (laughs) Facebook.com forward slash Yes Men Show. I'm pretty uh, sure. I'm getting to the point where if that's not what it is, fuck You'll me. find it. <laughs> it's a really cool logo. You just look for that. Yeah, just look for the logo made by at Jackson Murphy underscore on the Twitters. <laughs> and and that's, that's an underscore not spelled out. No. That's, <laughs> he's a uh, cool dude. Speaking of Twitter, you can tweet us uh, at Yes at, yeah. <laughs> at Yes Men Show. You can leave us a voicemail at one eight one five two yes men or 1-815-293-7636. Nailed it. Bah! <laughs> <laughs>